Hello and welcome to another episode of Slap Top Podcast. I'm your host Amanda and today we are having not quite another cool death cafe but more like a conversation about death in private. I met up with one of the chaplains on my campus and we had another very honest open conversation about Catholicism and death. I hope you guys enjoy. Sounds oh. good. All right, so I'll just so, have you introduce yourself. Uh, well, uh, my name is Luis de Dios, and I am one of the chaplains here at Holy Cross. Uh, I work with the Latinx community, and um, that's one part of my job. And the other part of my job is prepare and um, all the liturgies that yeah. we have in campus. Yeah. I work with the Catholics, so our, our liturgies are yeah. um, in St. Joseph Memorial Chapel and in it's, it's, it's a Catholic liturgist, yeah. uh, although we have a Protestant liturgist as well, but I work with the Catholic liturgist. Yes. Yeah. And were you raised Catholic? Yes, yes. I was raised Catholic and um, I lived in a household with um, where uh, we went to Mass every mm-hmm. Sunday. We participate actively mm-hmm. in our parish. My mom was involved in the, in the, in the, in the church. and. Um, Entire, my entire family was very involved yeah, in Yeah, and where are you from? I'm originally from Mexico. From Mexico, I'm from Brazil. So we have very, very big Catholic celebrations. Yes, um, yes, yes. And, I mean, all our cultural realities, I think, in my community in Mexico were very, were influenced by the oh, Catholic yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, vision and the Catholic ideas and the Catholic theology. Yeah. All right, so to get into it, how do you feel about your own death? Well, like, I think... think? I personally, well, at the beginning, it's, it was, I think, I would say my, my recognition of my death and the reality of my future death was, uh, it, it has changed. Mm-hmm. I think at the beginning was, and I, and, and I think what changed was kind of like the understanding of the theology, and, and I'm going to get on that later, but at the beginning it was very... Frightening. Yeah. It was a very frightening reality. Uh, oh, I'm going to die. I'm going to be. I mean, I'm going to die soon. <laughs> and um, it was very frightening. And I think it wasn't until I learned the theology that all that kind of fear mm-hmm. kind of went away. Still, I think there's like this humanity in all of us yeah. that I don't know. Really, death. I mean, it's it's it's. it's, it's it's a very difficult topic, and yeah, I think like the it's one not, thing we don't know exactly. So I, I, one of my in college, I, I, I study like native pre-colonial, mm-hmm. pre-colonial cultures like mm-hmm. Aztecs and Totemacs, oh, okay, yeah. and and you say like, well, and in death and the world, this and and men and women were the questions. Like these big questions, and I think we 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 do have every, every part of the world and any religion that these three men, God, men, woman, God, and death, and the world. These four questions are very um, important and very difficult to answer. But I going back to the question. I think when I think about my own death. Uh, 
my humanity leads me to, to be scared of that. But also I think my faith, mm -hmm. and I think that's something that, that has um, helped me a lot. It's kind of like it's telling me, it's comforting me yeah. that everything is going to be okay. Yeah. Um, especially when you see your own life as, uh, as an imitation of what you believe. I, I do believe in Christ and I, 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 I do believe that, that my own death is going to be a, a moment of transition yes. to, to a resurrection that um, in, in a way my reality in this world is con it's like a, a, a path where I am configuring myself to like to get there to get there to get there, to get there. there. although um, sometimes and, and this is I think uh, important to notice is that we are not like there is like this uh, when we talk about this catology and I, I don't know if you know this term but it's kind of like in, in theology when you talk about the last things yeah when you talk about the last thing what, what is after death yeah what is coming it's called eschatology and when we talk about eschatology it's always kind of like a dualistic reality mm -hmm. which is yes it's something that is going to happen in the future after your death you're gonna enjoy yeah. with god right but i think in theology and specifically a christian theology yeah um you need to start doing things now. Yes. It's kind of like that dualistic to reality yeah. to get there. So you, um, what is, what you're going to enjoy after that? Well, you're going to be in the presence of, of God, right? Um, and in order to enjoy or to be or to dwell in that mm -hmm. presence, I think you have to start living that yeah. right now. And I think sometimes that's really helpful when you're talking about like Catholic social teaching, yeah. like what are we going to do something for the poor and what are we going yeah. to do something for those who are suffering if I'm going to die? Yeah. Well, you do that because you want to configure yourself to that reality. I mean, mm -hmm. we talk about that we're going to be with God, we talk about that God is it's love and everything, yeah. but how do you configure yourself with that? By doing, uh, by enjoying to, yeah. what you're thinking you're gonna be enjoying right now, and that's called kind of like they are ready but not yet, and it's kind of like a theology term, and uh, that's what how I see how I see it and I love it. Yeah. It's like okay, um, kind of like the kingdom of God. The reality is is already it has to be already present, yes. but it's not. You're not, you're not you're there, not yet. there yet. It's there, but you're not there. It's there, but you're not there. Yeah. So I kind of I see it that way. And I think that brings me a lot of comfort yeah. and for myself and also for uh, for the work I do, and which is uh, kind of confirming myself yeah. and doing something for people and working with, with, with a lot of um, reality. And I think this is so different than a lot of... Uh, the how my grandma would see yeah. uh, death and then and this like punishment of if you were good you are um, going to enjoy heaven. Yeah. If you if you're bad you're going to enjoy health. 
And it's not that, that there is not going to be a, a judgment. It's, it's not that there is going to be a judgment, but it's not going to be like it, it, it is pictured in, 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 yeah. in a lot of art from the middle, I mean, the middle ages of um, like a courtroom. The, flames yeah. and the, the flames and you're going to be that. You know, no, it's more like a state of being. How do you, I mean, do you configure yourself uh, in, in the love of God? Well, you're going to be ready, kind of like yeah. to enjoy that love of God. So you did not configure yourself in that love. Well, so you're not going to be able to enjoy yeah. that love. So it's kind of like, that's how I see. I see. Um, and that's how a lot of new thinking sees uh, death. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. And then I have a, because you did touch on like the suffering and right. like the bad things that do happen in the world. So from a, like a, like a theology perspective, um, do you think that there's an explanation for that? Do you think that there's a reasoning, let's say for, say like innocent people that end up dying in a war as, you know, collateral or, you know, a child that accidentally gets hit by a car or, you know, those kinds of accidents or things that um really just seem to have no meaning sometimes um like do you think that there's some kind of an explanation for that or some kind of a you know like where will they go did they have that kind of an opportunity i think i go back to the to, to the thing of the configuration with god and the like the recognition that god is love mm -hmm. and um it is really, I mean, yeah. as, as I listen to you and as I see the news and as I, I mean, I see what is going yeah. on and I talk to some students and come to me and there's like a lot going on, a lot going on. Yeah. And there's like, it's very difficult to see God as that image of love and yeah. everything, right? It's very, very difficult. But at, at the same time, the configuration to that love is a choice. It's kind of like... A, the free will. The free will, exactly. It's uh, that God made us free um, to choose him. Um, to choose God. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, I um, I'm trying to go away of calling that him. <laughs> <laughs> it could be I mean, him. It could be anything. Header. Uh, it's God. I try to use God sometimes, but it's still sometimes. And I because I'm I'm, I'm um, I I. I I was I grew up in Mexico and everything, yeah. and kind of like this machismo. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah, it's, it's very difficult, and sometimes I do back. I do go <laughs> back to like calling God like him or yeah, and um, but what was oh yes, um, it is uh, our our own reality. It's not that God creates yeah the problems, and um, otherwise God wouldn't be God. Yes. When, when God is creating uh, these realities, it's, 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 it's more like um, that we are free to, to choose good or to choose mm -hmm. bad. And in that choosing good, we are, again, all this goes back to the configuration, and I like that, like we are configuring ourselves, we are like mm -hmm. getting ourselves kind of like ready, and, 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 and it's like when um, kind of like this when you're studying and, and you I mean you and maybe 
whatever you're studying, you you come, you you get yourself ready to be able to to serve, right? To, yeah, to, 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 to perform, use that with someone. to use that with someone. Same here, um, and 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 we see that we made ourselves ready through the through to seeing Christ. You know, as a Christian. I do believe that Christ kind of like traces the way yes. of how I'm going to configure myself with God, and then, and then, uh, and then we can fight mm-hmm. towards peace, and then we can fight towards uh, goodness in the world. There's, we, we can say that there's not that, that all people who are causing these troubles and these problems and this and, and, and these words are not realizing kind of like the goodness of Christ or are not realizing the goodness of God and I'm, <laughs> and, they're, and they're just they're choosing not to configure themselves to yeah. this reality which again going back to eschatology at the end I mean uh, at, at the end kind of like talking about the end of their lives uh, they are not going to be ready because they never configure themselves, they, they never like, they never, <laughs> other word to say is like, they never study for the yeah. test kind of, kind of thing. And they, um, and this configuration are not going to happen. Mm. And it's reality and this enjoying the, the goodness of God is not going to happen. Something that probably, I hope so, <laughs> to some of us that are not involved in those kind of problems, wars and everything, Maybe it's gonna be a little bit different to that, yeah. to find that configuration. Yeah, yeah. And I know that the Catholic Church as well has said a lot about suicide. Yeah. What do you personally think? About? So I, I, I do. Because it does make because you know within as you know. Yeah. Um, like your life is not your own. Yeah. It's a gift. Yeah. Um, so it's it's not yours to make that decision to take it away yeah. or. Yeah. You know, to to do really that kind of a thing with it, yeah. but then there's the idea of the mental health aspect yeah. and of are they even in the right capabilities yeah. to realize that kind of a choice that they're making? Yeah. Now, t- t- um, when I was studying um, healthcare and, um, and counseling, pastoral counseling, mm-hmm. um, I think this is, I came up with this idea like between. Between between uh, the bridge and the water, there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of time. Yeah, a lot of time, and and um, and this is not this is basically what I'm saying is imagine a person who is going to is about to take his or her life from the bridge to the water and the, from the jumping. There's a lot of time. They always regret. Uh, no, it's, no, it's not like there's always forgetting. But what I want to say with this analogy is more like, uh, yes, the church is going to say taking your life in that yeah. we we're gonna settle in that idea. Taking your life is wrong. Although I believe that we need to go through the person. Yeah. When we talk about restoration. We talk about the person, like your name. Uh, I mean, who you are, your relationships yeah. you made, everything. That's the person, and this person comes with 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 that reality. Yeah. So that reality is unknown to me. It's unknown to the yeah. church. So what take you to that point 
it's unknown to me, it's unknown to the church. It's just the own, like it's it's just the person's conscious yeah. story and the people who she or he shares that yeah. story with. So yes, <laughs> the church is going to say taking your life it's wrong, but at the same time I think the church has to who's said firmly, and I think it hasn't happened, that we do not the story behind that. Yeah. And then and that's where So you can understand. That's where that's where understanding comes. That's where I think forgiveness and hope and comes to and, and empathy comes to. And that's why I think from the bridge to the water there's a lot of time. Meaning there is a process of that we are we do not know. Yeah. We do not know um, that we cannot just say it's wrong or yeah. it's bad. So I like that. Yeah. Um, and then, like, one of my last questions is mainly about Lent. So yeah. I know that because um, I had to do a lot of research. So I was watching a lot of videos, but you know, I feel like everything with the church can vary yeah. because of interpretation. Yeah. Um, but at least what I understood from it was that the main goal or the main idea of Lent is for you to practice for death, for you to strip yourself of anything that's unnecessary, anything that's material and realize that when it comes to the end, all you have is you and God in that relationship and that like, you're not going to bring your phone with you. You're not going to bring TikTok with you. Um, and those kinds of things, but Whenever I, you know, speak with my friends here on campus that are Catholic, when I ask them what Lent means to them, most of them say it's about self-discipline. Yeah. And it's about um, not, not necessarily that death aspect and realizing that all you really have is your relationship to God, but more the idea of I need to learn to control myself around X, Y, or Z. You know, like I need to learn to control myself around social media or to not eat too much of this or too much of that. So I, what do you think? Well, I learned, well, first, first, the, 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 it's kind of like, first is the imitation of, of, of the process of Christ and, um, and, and the time of Christ in the deserts and struggling with and, um, uh, his own humanity. And I think, um, that's why I see. That's how I see Lent and and, and uh, a process of. It's not struggling with your own humanity, but a process of recognizing mm-hmm. your own humanity. And yes, maybe recognizing a kind of like the fragility of yeah. your own humanity in order to. Uh, to try to find the configuration again. I'm always gonna go back to configuration. I I I, I think that's a, a very important part. To find the configuration with God, and for a long time, going back to uh, the early practices of land in the Middle Ages, that this configuration was always people were trying to find this configuration by um, punishing their their bodies. Mm-hmm. So the phrase was, "We need to punish our bodies in order to sanctify the soul," and. Um, and, and, and again, nowadays we have to see it as a. It's not that we have like the body and the soul, but we ha- we we are persons, 
like we we are constituted like as a person so how uh, it's going to be very very different the length of practice and it has to be very different length of practices because we're different and uh, that configuration with Christ is going to be different so uh, and it recognized that we have to be very very aware of what our fragility and um, what is that that really shows that we're fragile in order to to establish a length of practices like do I need do I need to be aware of how I my relationship to others. Maybe that's what that's one length of practice that you can practice because that length of practice is really going to configure yourself more to I mean, more like Christ and mm-hmm. more like God by uh, maybe checking your relationship with people, like maybe checking your relationship, checking with yourself uh, what is that that really shows the fragility of your yeah. of your body. And it could be, it's, again, it's very, very different from, I mean, each other, right? And then, um, and the church recommends some practices, but it's, again, I think that the, the, uh, what the church recommends is good, like not eating meat. Um, and, and it could be good for, uh, to recognize uh, that even that's like very simple thing, it's 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 sometimes difficult to do. It's it's more like embracing your vocation yeah. more than I'm not gonna do this. Yeah. It's more like embracing what it means to really say yes to something. I see. And then and then that part. But um, to, going back to seeing as a as a uh, death and everything, it's more like I think in that sense it's just more like fragility. Kind of like mm-hmm. recognize our fragility yeah. and um, that fragility of, for example, like fasting and yeah. like how how fragile we are and we, we need food, we, we, we need to eat, we need water, we need all these things and we're so fragile that that also makes us kind of like understand that <laughs> our lives could, could go to an end. Yeah. Very, very easily, because of that fragility, yeah. because of that, we we we're so fragile, and then yeah. I, and I think that's 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 kind of like the part of the Lenten practice that really help us to understand death, yeah, in a, in a way of, oh my God, I cannot even go like one day without eating because yeah. I'm starving and I want to eat, yeah, and um. And there is like also the, the social practice of this is this uh, recognition that I cannot go one day without eating, and there's some communities where they go weeks without eating. So that's kind of like the social practice of like recognizing also yeah. that, like because every single practice in the Catholic in, in Christianity has to be reflected to what is going on in the community. Yes, like. We are not isolated. We, yeah. Even though some kind of, we live in a culture that is like more individualistic yes. than probably other cultures, that, uh, but we do have to recognize that social aspect in every single practice that we do. Yeah. And we see it in funerals. Yeah. And I mean, we, we come together as a community and we rejoice in the life of this person or we, 
or we don't rejoice in the life of the person. It's like because sometimes, I mean, not all the people who die, not all the yeah. people are good. There's I like, mean, everyone dies. <laughs> everybody, everybody dies, and 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 in in that reality, I mean, we come together, we celebrate, or we just acknowledge the yeah. life of somebody. Yeah, and it's actually funny you mentioned that because in the conversation that I had with Annie, actually, um, she was talking, I mean, her and I, we were pretty young when it happened, but yeah. when um, Osama bin Laden was yeah. killed and it was like, there was like a celebration um, of that death in particular. And as I was talking with her, she was saying how like that made her feel uncomfortable and how we shouldn't be celebrating a death ever and like that kind of a sense like thank god they're gone not necessarily i'm glad they're going somewhere better but that idea of i'm glad that they're gone um what do you think about that that kind of an idea of or that kind of a reaction when someone who's not considered good or considered someone you know that like you would want to to celebrate in a positive way but like thanking that they're gone now yeah so i i think it's it's what is in your heart? Mm -hmm. That's basically what I think. Uh, and I would think like right now we have a, 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 a evil figure that we can easily think about, yeah. like Vladimir Putin. And then it, it's like, and people would say like, oh, I want him dead and everything. Yeah. But it's, again, it, it, what do you have in your, what do you have in your heart? I, I, I definitely want what is happening to yeah. stop. I definitely want that people could be back in, in their homes with their families. I definitely want all of that. Um, that's what I want. That's what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. And I rejoice on that reality that to happen. But I think it would be very wrong if I rejoice in death. Yes. So uh, what's, what's wrong with me, but again, there's like this part of humanity that all I think is going to feel happiness if that yeah. happens. And I'm not saying like, oh, and, and that I, that is good. But I think that's part of my <laughs> humanity that will will rejoice. But then, and then it will be just what a couple minutes, and then it's like, well, it's gone. Yeah. And then you, you I think you had to be careful of what you rejoicing for. What, what are the things that make you happy? What are the things that uh, bring joy to your life? And I don't think that that will be one of those. Yeah. One of those. Well, I, I'll take that back. I, I think there's going to be happiness when you recognize the life of somebody that, that brought goodness to the world. That's one thing, and I think yeah. you're going to find. I remember my, my, when my grandpa passed away, a gentleman with a long life, with a uh, very kind, and and, and I think uh, certainly with uh, um, with some health problems, that when he passed and you recognize the life of that person and you see all the people who he raised up and then all the family, and some of bad experiences, but most of the, all the experiences are very good, and then. You really rejoice with yeah. that. Like you really rejoice. Something that you I don't think it's gonna happen with a person like that practice evil or, yeah. or didn't choose good will happen, right? Yeah. There's always gonna be this um, 
dualistic vision of that, like, oh, well, is, is a good person or a bad person? It's, it's going to heaven, it's going to hell. Um, what's going to Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to another Slaptop podcast. This is Amanda signing off. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and tune in next time. Bye-bye.